0: From B Media Production, this is Business Essentials, practical advice and ideas to grow your business.
1: Welcome to this episode of Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Losing key staff is more than just an annoyance, particularly for a small business which relies on those high achievers. It can directly affect the bottom line as it costs time and money to find a quality replacement. So why do staff leave and what can you do to reduce the risk of them heading out the door? Jeff Barmer, founding director of Richard Lloyd Recruitment, says you need to constantly pay attention to the motivation of all employees. As most staff have started to settle in for the year after Christmas, now's the time to keep an eye on their stability. Jeff Barmer's talking with Chris Ashmore. If your team has
2: had a good year
1: and everyone leaves the year on a
2: high, then they go away feeling pretty chuffed over the Christmas period. On the flip side to that, obviously Christmas time and especially New Year is that time when people say, you know, what are your plans for 2019? And I think when that happens, people start to reflect and say, well, hang on a minute. Am I where I want to be? You know, is my company doing as well as I want it to be? And hence, that's when they might start asking some questions. Certainly as a recruiter, we get a lot of people who have come to us in the last uh, week or so who have said, listen, I've been thinking about this over the Christmas-January period and now I do want to move on. So um, you do certainly get a lot more people asking the question, am I in the right space or the right job at the moment? And if that's the case, then they will potentially look for um, a new uh, opportunity.
0: Well, you work with a lot of uh, companies, Jeff. From your perspective, what are the main reasons
2: people leave? I think there's a couple. The the first one has always been the manager. And, you know, sometimes that can be that their manager doesn't have enough of a vested interest in their career. Sometimes that manager isn't purely a good manager. So their manager is probably the key reason. The second one, though, is often the, the culture of the business. And if the company's not doing particularly well, or the company has a poor culture, maybe there's a couple of bad performers in the team, uh, which means that the the individual has to do more work or carry more of the load, that can often be quite a deterrent as to the, the reason why people do want to leave.
0: What are some of the lesser known or less common, yet still significant reasons people want to leave their job?
2: We publish a salary survey every year. And in that, the survey generally says is that people want to learn new things. So often people would think salary is up there, but Actually, development of of new skills and learning stuff is is probably the major reason why, in the back of people's mind, what they want to get out of the next job. And when we ask people, when we interview them, what do you want in the next role? They typically say, learning and development is top of their list. I think the other other factor is, if you're working in a big city, people's commute times are definitely getting worse these days. So, you know, that work-life balance and that uh, bit of flexibility around the hours is certainly creeping up as something which... People do value more and, you know, if you've got a young family maybe working from home one day a week or maybe start early, finish early, if they've shown flexibility around there, then often it's paid back in spades to them. So um, I think that's probably the other reason.
0: You mentioned um, salary, and it's not often the biggest reason people leave. Nevertheless, there are situations where the employer has to have that conversation with the employee, and there can be a situation where a staff member doesn't feel they're being compensated to the level they think they're
2: worth. Does that happen? If it it does, what do you advise? Yeah, it's always always a difficult subject, this one. I mean, I think... um Often what typically happens is a candidate might look on a job board like SEEK and say, well, hang on a minute here, these people are paying this much for me, why aren't I earning the same thing? And I think for employers it's really important to keep in touch with what's happening in the market and for people to make sure that their salaries are benchmarked properly. Generally, what I advise people to do is to go away and say, well, okay, well, tell me, what's the evidence you feel why you are worth this? And again, for the manager to go away, maybe to speak to some, uh, get hold of some salary surveys where you can find out that information. Once you have that information, then you can say, well, listen, this is what I've shown. But I think... Generally, the reason why someone is saying that is not really the issue they're unhappy with the salary. I think generally they're probably not happy with one part of their role. So I would encourage someone to dig a bit deeper to say, well, hang on a minute here. What is it that you feel you're not actually being rewarded for? Or what is it that you feel that you you want extra help on? Maybe they need some more development. Maybe their engagement's dropped off a little bit because maybe they've they've been in the firm for a few years and they don't feel that... um, you know, they may be given the, the new client to work on, they're just doing the same old, same old. So maybe it's a chance to have a, a good sort of heart-to-heart and maybe a bit of a freshen up and say, well, let's, let's really address and put together a bit of a development plan and also a chance where they can show, well, if they actually do the following, then they can earn more salary. And so there's a, there's a clear plan of what the person needs to do to actually increase their salary.
0: When a key member of staff leaves your business, particularly for a smaller business, it leaves a big hole, there's a big impact. So are there any things that an owner of a business can do to reduce the risk of
2: staff leaving? If your key member of staff does leave, the best things you can do to reduce that is, you know, there is a mantra that says, a team that plays together, stays together. So I know that some accounting practices have a lot of social things, which are geared towards sort of the average age group of the staff. So, you know, if your average age group is, say, around the mid-twenties level, then they're doing activities and they're doing charity things. So maybe it's something like, you know, in Sydney, they have the city to surf. There's charity events like, you know, Daffodil Day. I think if there's enough additional activities, that will certainly help uh, employees keep the team together. I think the other areas are, you know, it's the continual development for training. So make sure that someone's always learning. They're always uh, picking up uh, new skills and there's the relevant support to do that. So I think if you can really focus on the the training and then the team environment, those will be two areas which I think will really uh, heap um, benefits for you.
0: Well, inevitably, though, no matter what you do, including the advice you've given, Jeff, there will be staff who will resign unexpectedly. How should you handle that?
2: Yeah, I mean that's always a battle for people uh, running teams. I think it starts from when you hire someone. When you hire someone, you need to make sure that you you hire the right people. So you're doing a really thorough competency-based interview, you're really looking at the character of the person, so you've got right people. And you're doing that so that you know that you've got the ability to get your people to step up when they need to. So, you know, there are going to be times when you're going to have to throw these people into positions which maybe they're not ready for, but if I think you've got the right team on board, then people will always be able to actually uh, step up to the next mark. So I think that's the first thing. The second thing, I think, is to making sure you keep training people. Certainly these days, uh, the, uh, the younger generations have a thirst for knowledge. And I think if you can keep them trained and engaged and uh, they're always you know developing their skills or always feel that they're getting somewhere and you're showing an interest in their careers, then that's the other thing you can do, which... Um, that will definitely help you. When someone does resign and they're a star performer, I think it's really worthwhile speaking to the colleagues of that person in the team just to see where their head's at because sometimes they might say, well, hang on a minute, that person's leaving. Maybe it's time for me to leave. And so they will evaluate their own career. So I think you need to check in with all of those people and make sure they're all okay. And I think if you do that, then uh, you'll keep your
1: team all happy. Jeff Barmer, Richard Lloyd Recruitment. And that ends Business Essentials Podcast. So you don't miss out on future episodes, why not subscribe? And if you found this valuable, we'd love you to leave a review. For further information about us, or if you'd like to listen to more interviews like this one, visit businessessentials.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Thanks for listening.
0: This Business Essentials podcast has been produced by B Media Production, building engagement and adding value through quality audio communication.